0: got a poll on Twitter. I set the over runner for tonight's attendance at PNC Park at 23K. It's the Pirates and New York Mets and the Pirates have won 13 out of 50. The Pirates are just three and a half games out of a wild card. The Pirates are red hot and they are giving the people what they want. So vote now on Twitter at MarkMadnex how many people are going to show up at PNC Park tonight over or under 23K. And if you don't go, and if you ignore winning 13 out of 15, if you ignore being within touching distance of a wild card, if the Pirates, these players, have willed themselves back into the playoff picture with no help for management, and you're still not going to go tonight, well then, guess what? You just made the list! Jerry. I hear people say they hate management and ownership, but they respect the Pirates players. I buy into that. I buy into that now more than ever. But if you feel that way, it's time to buy, literally, starting tonight. Uh, By the way, I misrepresented how many days I have off next week. I'm off Monday and Friday. And then for uh, the first four days of the next week. And hopefully by then I'll be refreshed, recharged, re-energized, and ready to go. You couldn't do this job five days a week, 52 weeks a year. You couldn't. I get five weeks vacation, which is a lot in my profession, and I still feel like that's not enough. It's really tough to do it the way I do. It balls out every show and not feel, I I guess burnt out is a cliched term, but it applies. I just don't want to do it right now. And the stuff we're talking about, to be very frank, I don't believe the Pirates are legitimately back in the wild card race. I think Steelers training camp is an almost absolutely meaningless exercise. I don't feel like there's anything of true note going on right now, let alone stuff of true note that you want to discuss. For example, earlier in the show, I talked about the legitimate issues at Steelers training camp. Uh, Camp, like I said, is mostly meaningless, but some fractions of it are interesting. For example, why have they soured on Sean Davis? Is he going to get that free safety job? Who starts an inside backer, Bostick or Matakiewicz? Tackles a potential disaster spot because they got no depth. The Steelers need better from not only Sean Davis, as mentioned, but Artie Burns at corner. You got Cam Sutton turning into a utility man in the secondary. You got Terrell Edmonds. You heard it. Terrell Edmonds figures in their plans as that hybrid guy, the safety who plays linebacker. Will Juju be hurt by the sophomore jinx? How's James Washington going to do, the rookie wide receiver? What about the running backs who are battling for a job they can't win? Not till next year anyway. And everybody's going to be concerned about Mason Rudolph. But if all goes well, he won't play this year. Those are the legitimate topics. And I just don't sense they matter to you because they're not sexy. They're not star-studded. On the other hand, I get a lot of blowback about my taking shots at Vince Williams, but he's just a self-important jabroni. It's one thing to be a self-important star like A.B., but Vince is a self-important jabroni. Ryan Shazier made Vince. With Shazier, Vince could operate in his shadow and get things done. Without Shazier, Vince is nothing. And we're going to see continued evidence of that this year. I'm also getting a lot of blowback about taking shots at A.B. landing in a copter and the bench thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did I really take shots? I don't feel like I did. I'm just kind of wondering if it might work better the other way. Because of having big yappers and outsized egos hasn't done well by the Steelers in terms of the Stairway to seven. The New England Patriots do it the other way, so if I'm drawing the wrong conclusion, it's certainly not in reckless fashion. Yeah, I know. Why can't they just have fun? Just let them have fun. Okay, well then, fun has apparently replaced rings as the primary pursuit here in Pittsburgh. Here's something kind of dumb happened today, the first day of drills. I saw on Twitter that Mason Rudolph didn't take one rep. That he clearly right now is number four on the depth chart behind Josh Dobbs. Now we all know that there's no way they're going to cut Mason Rudolph and keep Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is done. You can flip him over. So why do you have to pretend? Is that for the sake of Rudolph's humility? Do you really think he's so stupid as to think there's the remotest chance They're going to cut their third-round pick and keep Josh Dobbs. Do you really think that's possible? Because if you do, it's not. So just put Dobbs on the pay-no-mind list already. He's not been here long enough to merit any respect beyond that. And just give Rudolph the reps and let the people see what they want to see and let the coaches see what they need to see. Stuff like that is just dumb. But then again, you heard Pursuta. He thinks that Madakevich might really beat John Bostic out for playing time at inside backer. So who knows what they're really thinking. Although remember when Ben was upset that they used the third round pick on Rudolph instead of getting somebody who might be able to help now? Imagine what Ben would think if they cut Mason Rudolph. 4-1-2. 333-9939 333-9939 is the number to call. Again, to reiterate, I didn't think I blasted A.B. I just talked about him arriving at a copter. I did blast Vince because he's a scrub who pretends to be a star, and I find that very irritating. But would it be so bad to try it the other way? And things have calmed down a bit in that regard, since a couple years ago, since the Antonio Brown Facebook Live and the playoffs controversy. AB himself has reined it in a little bit, the arrival by helicopter duly noted. But would it be so bad to try it the other way? Would it be so terrible to be under people's radar when clearly being loud and overwrought hasn't worked? It's been eight years since the Super Bowl, ten years since they won one. Maybe that shouldn't seem like a long time, but in Pittsburgh it does because those are the expectations. And they have had the raw material to do far better in those eight years, in those ten years. 412-333-9939. we got Evan and Bobo. Please stay on hold. We'll get to you just around the corner. It's the Mark Madden Show at 105.90X. And now the super genius Mark Madden. In, is it is Stan, the man Gable, the Avatar. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. The X at 105.9. I got that poll up on uh, Twitter. Over under for attendance tonight at PNC Park for the Pirates and Mets. The the line is 23K is set by me. Uh, so far, 16% say over. 84% say under. And that's with over 3,100 voting in that poll on Twitter. Sean tweets under 16,000. I'm not dismissing that possibility. The Pirates' average attendance this year is 17K or thereabouts. It wouldn't shock me if only 16K showed up tonight, maybe even less. I think people are doing a good job flapping their gums about the Pirates being back in the wild card race, but maybe people don't buy into it. And... Like Bob said a few moments ago, maybe they really are waiting to see the Pirates' commitment between now and the trade deadline on the thirty first. Four one two three 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 WXDX is the number to call. Let's go to Ed and Jeanette. Ed, you're on with Double M. Hey Mark, big fan, big fan. What up? Hey, um, hey, I wanted to say you know I, I'm I'm on my way down to the game right now, and I I think what's said earlier was spot on that. But- I'm not going down there to support the management. I'm going down there to support the effort by the team. Um and, and I think it's it's you know it's important. I mean, they're we're, we're right there. We're right on the doorstep and I think you know we owe it to show the players that they they're you know we appreciate their effort. Well, I don't know that anybody owes anybody anything when it comes to pro sports. Uh ticket prices are high, salaries are high, everything's high. People who opt out of participating for whatever reason, I really have no beef with, especially tonight. You've got Sean Rodriguez starting in center field. I'll be blunt. If I was thinking about going and walking up and buying a ticket, once I found out Sean Rodriguez was starting, I would not. Uh, Austin Meadows is in the minors. He shouldn't be. He should be in center field tonight in the absence of Marte. Uh, to me, going to a pirate game that Sean Rodriguez starts is is throwing money away. It's them pissing down my leg and telling me that it's raining. Let's go to Bobo in the car. Bobo, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. uh, Just wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on uh, Matthew Thomas, the inside linebacker out of Florida State, and also if you think he has a chance to uh, take over the starting job at some point in the season over Madagavich or Bostick. Is he undrafted? Yes. Yeah, he'll be lucky he makes the team. Anything else? uh, uh, I don't know about that, Mark. Okay, is he undrafted? He's undrafted. Then he'll be lucky he makes the team. Anything else? I disagree, Mark, but all right. So nothing else? Not nothing else. Okay, were you like his roommate at college or something like that? No, man, I just know he's a physically gifted player, and I think he has a chance. Oh, you're one of those Florida, Florida State fans who thinks everything they do I'm, is sunshine, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not flying out of their State backside. Fan. Not a Florida State fan. Eh, he's okay. Maybe he makes the team. You know what, an inside linebacker? With the gang they got there, I hate to cut anybody out of a chance to get playing time. All he has to do is be better than Dirty Red. Let's go to Evan on the parkway. Evan, you're on with Double M. Hey, what's up, Mark? What up? Going back uh, to before the break you just took when uh, you're commenting on the fans that are saying, oh, why can't we just let these players have fun? I I think it's... kind of a testament to the fact that we haven't been able to pull another ring in the last 10 years that they're not showing up to practice the way they plan to play for the season i think that attitude's a little bit messed up for people that are getting paid that much money to be professional athletes well you wouldn't say that if they all showed up in helicopters and went 16 and oh uh we we tend to rate the foolishness after we see how they do don't we well, I, I think their performance this past season was good. I don't think it warrants the entire team showing up in helicopters. I think A.B.'s got that kind of personality, but I don't necessarily think that sends the right message to to the rest of the See, you the say A.B.'s got in. that kind of personality. I just think he's a dink. I, I think <laughs> I think if he wasn't a millionaire, he'd be known as just an a-hole by anybody who's met him. I don't know enough to comment on that. I really don't know enough to comment on that either, but I just, I, I do know what I see. And, and again, I've, I've proclaimed over and over again, AB's the best wide receiver in football, the best wide receiver in Steelers history. He may wind up being known as one of the best wide receivers in football history, period. Maybe a first ballot hall of famer, stuff like that. I think he's a dink. Now, if I say how great he is, am I not allowed to then say he's a dink? And if he is indeed that great, as I'm sure all of you agree, cannot he also be a dink? I think he's a dink. By the way, this Matthew Thomas guy that uh, that uh, a couple of callers ago, the guy had a schoolboy crush on. He, he's pretty confident. He says, uh, I feel like I fit in here in the NFL. I think I will get better in time, but I definitely feel like I fit in. I definitely think I can play here and up to the level of these guys. And then he mentioned Ryan Shazier and Lawrence Timmons. It's just all a matter of time of putting in the work, unquote. You know what? This kid's a dink too. That's really something to proclaim yourself as a guy trying to live up to the level of Ryan Shazier when you're an undrafted free agent in your first NFL camp. Hey, the way Pittsburgh is, He might be Pittsburgh's next hero. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. It's pretty much wide open the rest of today's show, so if you want to call, those were the first calls we took all show just in this segment. If you want to keep that going, do feel free. Uh, I'm a little disappointed we haven't got more feedback on my notion that overanalyzing sports with all the fancy stats and whatnot has robbed us of a big chunk of our enjoyment of those sports. When I watch baseball on TV, I turn the sound down because I just don't want to hear all that launch angle crap, all the fancy stats. Maybe they're important to somebody. They're not important to me. They're annoying to me. And I bet if a lot of you really looked at it and thought about it, you're tired of it too. And the game is being ruined. There's no question. It takes too long. You've got 12-year-old kids working out on batting tees that teach launch angle. That's 12-year-old kids being trained based on something that has just recently taken hold in the major leagues, namely baseball turning into home run derby. So you've got little leaguers worried about launch angle. Little leaguers should be worried about, I don't know, school, girls, because that's blossoming. Sounds creepy to say that, doesn't it? I, I mean, launch angle for 12-year-olds? Come on. Any fathers listening who are having their 12-year-old kids work on launch angle, bro, your kid's not going to play in the major leagues. All right? He's just not. So let him just play baseball and have fun. that That's what's funny. The stuff people think is having fun, like A.B. and the copter, I'm not sure that's fun anywhere near as much as a 12-year-old kid just being allowed to play baseball and not worrying about launch angle and a dad who thinks he can make the major leagues. Then again, adult supervision of sports is is ruining sports. Kids playing pickup sports is just dead, and that's a sad thing. 412-333-9939. It's the Mark Madden Show. You're listening to 105.9 The X. The X. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Go ahead. You can say it because it's true. It's damn true. Hey, Mark. Love the show. Thank you for making my day. Yeah. The X at 1059. Double M on the X. We're in the home stretch of today's show. Talking about the Pirates and the Mets. Stan Savard said on his show today that he expects the Pirates to win four or five games in their next nine. And that would be okay with Stan. Stan feels that streaks follow streaks, and he wants the powers to avoid a losing streak. If they just kind of tread water over the next week plus, that they'll be fine. I disagree with that. I think they have to strike while the iron's hot and keep momentum up by winning at least three of four against the New York Mets because it's a series against a team that is struggling mightily and has nothing to play for. So I think the Pirates going to win tonight and just keep winning. They won 13 out of 15. I think their best chance to really make something of it is to make that streak, I don't know, 17 out of 20. Win four of the next five. They're close, but they're not there yet. I don't see where treading water does any good. In fact, obviously, in the standings, that would hurt. I still can't get over Mason Rudolph not getting a snap today, not getting one rep today the first day of drills at Steeler training camp. Is that to put him in his place? You don't think Mason Rudolph knows what he is. He's the nailed-on third-string quarterback, looking to win the job as the number two quarterback, looking to win the job as the guy who plays if Benny gets hurt long-term, and look at the stake his claim as the replacement for Ben when Ben retires two, three, four, however many years from now. Do you think that today, not taking snaps, Mason Rudolph said to himself, Oh my God, they must not think I'm any good. I'm going to have to work harder. What is he, a high school kid? Even a high school kid of pedigree would not think that. Antonio Brown dropped the pass. I saw a video on Twitter. I'm thinking, oh, if he had just showed up in a car like everybody else, he'd have caught that ball. Let's go to Mark and Latrobe. Mark, you're on with these super Genius. Super genius, how you doing? Good. I got two points. First off, yeah, you know, I watch baseball. I prefer to listen on the radio for some reason, and I prefer you had a better cell phone. So we'll we'll talk to you at some other point prefers to listen on the radio. First time you heard that in quite some time. Now, if you turn on the TV and preferred the radio ons team, that's, that's different. But, uh, oh, wait, an announcing note. I forgot to, to, to make uh, mention of this. The guy who's been the play-by-play announcer for the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, dating back uh, the best part of four decades, dating back to Hartford, The team has new ownership, and they told the guy he could come back with an 80% pay cut. Now, that's according to the announcer, and he could try to make up the money lost by selling advertising, which is what they make minor league sports announcers do. So the guy felt insulted. That's not a pay cut. That's an amputation. And so he turned it down, and the Hurricanes and he have severed ties. And everybody involved with Carolina hockey, dating back to Hartford hockey, is screaming bloody murder because this guy got wronged. And I feel him, I really do, but if Bob Prince can get fired by the Pirates, back when this Jamo can get fired, Mike Lang got taken off TV, that was a ATT Sportsnet decision, and not the Penguins, but uh, sooner or later, everybody loses their job. That's just how it works. Very rarely do guys like Vin Scully live forever, and get to pick and choose their exit from employment. I feel bad for this guy in Carolina, although i got to be honest, if I can't remember his name, he's obviously not not quite the legend Hurricanes fan think he is. But uh, a new owner has the right to do that. Just like Heather Like, one thing I've said during her purge of Pitt athletics with all these new coaches being brought in and Old face is dismissed. Now the football equipment manager, who first worked for the program in 1987, he's gone, so Heather Like is getting rid of everybody. And I'm not crazy about it. As I've been saying, Pitt's almost out of Pitt people. But you know what I haven't said? I haven't said that it's not Heather Like's right to do that. It's absolutely Heather Like's right to do that. She's the boss. Just like it's this guy who owns the Hurricanes, It's his right to fire this old guy and bring in somebody else who's going to work cheaper. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I just talked about how amused and a little dismayed I am by Mason Rudolph not getting snaps, not one rep on the first day of drills at Steeler camp. I I think the situation with Connor and Ridley, is also amusing. Uh, Connor has been doing interviews at the yin yang because he's the pit guy because he's a great story and because right now he's the number one running back in camp. So I get the interest in him. But here's his timeline. Connor's going to get all the reps. Well, him and Ridley, a lot of reps, a lot of snaps in exhibition games. Hopefully some good performances, some yards, some touchdowns. And then he's going to sit in practice, in games, going to sit, period. Same with Ridley. Connor, and Ridley right now are just placeholders. For Lev Bellin, it's just an odd situation to be in. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. 333 There was a bit of Ben Roethlisberger news today. Uh, Roethlisberger talked about the Steelers' defense. He said, I'm not worried about our defense, unquote. Okay, but what else can Ben say, really? Ben Roethlisberger said the Patriots are still the team to beat in the AFC, but that the Steelers should be in the conversation. That's not exactly controversial. I agree with that. Ben also said he's in the best shape... Of his career, and Mike Tomlin agreed with that. He said that Roethlisberger's exceptional physical shape, quote, that's oftentimes a springboard for big time play, unquote. I'm sure Ben is in good shape. I I just think he always looks like a beer league softball player. Now, a really good beer league softball player, I mean, cleanup hitter. Maybe third base. I don't see Ben at shortstop, but maybe third base. But if Ben's in good shape, that bodes well for this season. It also bodes well for prolonging his career. Oh, here's a quote from James Conner. I'm focused no matter who is here, who isn't here, and and that's the way he has to be. But I guarantee when he goes from all the reps to no reps, from all the carries to no carries, it'll be frustrating. You know what I bet Conner's rooting for? Well, I bet he's rooting for Bell to not show up ever. Seriously, if you're James Conner, you wouldn't admit that out loud, but that's what you're rooting for. So you could have the job. You know, you're not out there to keep the seat warm for Lev Bell. You're not out there to, you know, be a grateful backup and team, team, team. You want to play. What if Bell didn't show up for the first game, just to prove whatever point that would prove, and Conner played the first game? and got like 110 yards. Saying that out loud, that is definitely what I'm rooting for. Let's talk to Bo on the Parkway. Bo, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Yeah, gentleman was talking about listening to baseball on the radio. It just brought me back to the days when you could only listen to the Penguins on the radio and how many nights I spent doing that. You reminisce about that, huh? I did. It made me reminisce because I never were on TV when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, we used to have to walk to school two miles uphill in the snow both ways. Yeah, I had a little bit of that, too. But I was a little luckier, but anyhow, I just thought about it from uh, what that guy said. I'd call him. That's great stuff. Well, now it's time to ask Mark anything. Just dial 412-333-WXDX. Read my Aaron Donald blog that I put up on, on the website today, at WXDX.com. I think NFL players who hold on even if they do have contracts are doing the right thing. If they feel they've outperformed what they're getting paid, holding on is the right thing. And the NFLPA, the union, they've got to stop worrying about participating in the National Anthem controversy. Try to be part of, of, of that process, that policy. Don't worry so much about getting marijuana off the list of substances tested for get guaranteed contracts, and eliminate the franchise tag. That's what you should be doing. No other major sport has contracts that aren't guaranteed and has a technicality that keeps free agency from being truly free. And I know it can only be applied to one player per team, but it's always going to be the best player on that team they can't sign for less than he wants. Free agency should should truly be free. It really should be, and the franchise tag prevents that. Ask Mark Anything, dial 412 wxdx And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Are you saying that because you know it'll make me make fun of you? Yes, I love you, Mark. But I'll be quite blunt, slap nuts. The X at 105.9. Time now to Ask Mark Anything brought to you by Chippino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, so be sure to check out Chapino in the Strip. I'll be uh, off tomorrow and Monday. I'll be back Tuesday. And if you can't handle that, GFY, I suppose. I don't know what to say. Artie Burns covered Antonio Brown in practice. Brown caught a deep ball, but Artie picked off an underthrown ball, uh, underthrown by Ben Roethlisberger, who, Knew it was bad the minute it left his hand and started uh, swearing, yelling vile epithets. Let's go to Cody on the north side. Cody, ask Mark anything. Hey, what's up, Big Sexy? What up? Hey, I was just curious if you were going to plan on being at the uh, Radiohead concert uh, this evening. No, thank you for the call. Let's go to Jason in Millville. Jason, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, just curious, who you going to leave all your wealth to when you pass on? I plan on spending it all by then. Very smart. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I might do with my wealth? I might buy Millville. I love Millville, by the way. You hear me make fun of a lot of communities? I love Millville. A lot of great places, a lot of great people in Millville. I grew up in a reserve township right next to Millville. I always have had an affinity for Millville. Leaves the line open, 412-333-9939. Let's go to Ray on Streets Run. Ray. Would you like? Ray, I wouldn't like to make a call. I just would not. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. You know what I've been undergoing uh, lately? I forgot to, to, to say this. Aromatherapy. I have like those diffusers where you put like oils in hot water and you know, it, it, it wafts a scent through the room. I, I do it at night. I use this, uh, oil called lavender that's supposed to help your sleeping and it sounds ridiculous, but it, but it does. I sleep much better much sounder since I started using it. I also use an oil called breathe that I rub on my hands and cup over my mouth and nose and inhale. And it really opens up the passages quite a bit. And, uh, I also rub different oils on my feet. You know, your feet has the biggest pores. Did you know that? Anything you want to to act efficiently and quickly, rub on your feet, whether it's these oils we're talking about, heroin, anything, I think, would work best rubbed on your feet. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I'm uh, 50 years old. I'm in relatively good health. Hopefully, live to seventy-five. Do you think I will live to see a new Pirates owner or a pennant? Well, it depends how long you live. You're, you're speculating seventy-five. Frankly, the way you sound, you sound terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'll be shocked if you make it to, to my age, which is fifty-seven. I've lived a lot worse life than you have. Uh, I i think that that when Nodding, you know, retires from active ownership or from business in general and leaves it to his kids, I don't know what they'll do. I just don't, so I hate to predict that. What's the other thing you asked if you would see a Pirates winning team? Uh, World Series. No, you will not live to see that. There will not be a Pirates World Series champion as long as Bob Nutting owns the team. He just won't let it happen. And you think he'll leave it to his kids? He won't sell it? I think that's always been the goal, to build it up to be as valuable as possible for his kids. Yeah, thank you for the call. Let's go to Mark in the Parkway. Mark, you're on with the Super Genius. Super Genius. What's the best book you've ever read? My favorite book's probably Ball Four by Jim Bouton, the the first ever tell-all book on sports. Talking about Mickey Mantle drinking, everybody banging groupies. Uh, Really revelatory for a young kid like I was at the time. Uh, I think 11 years old when I first read it. What's your favorite sports book or book in general? Uh, I just read... uh, What did I just read? I forget. Yep, really jumps it. to mind. Thank you. Bob Nutting is 56 years old. He, You know what, though? He's so rich, he might live forever. Rich people live longer because you could just throw money at medical problems. I'll give you a case in point, and I don't mean this to be depressing. My mother passed away of a disease called IPF. Your lungs just stop expanding. Every breath you take, they expand a little less. And she got weak, and she fell, and she passed away but she was fading pretty decisively even when she fell. She lasted three years after diagnosis, not even. Jerry Lewis had the same thing for 30 years because he just threw money at it for experimental treatment and and expensive drugs that slowed the progress of the disease down. You can't stop it, but you can kind of contain it a little bit. He could afford it. My mother couldn't. Rich people live longer. Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. uh, I'd like your opinion on what do you think about men wearing baseball hats or any type of hats in restaurants? Oh, in restaurants. That should be verboten. Okay. (laughs) I I think it looks ridiculous, don't you? I think think, Uh, men, even young guys who wear baseball caps like 24-7, as many do, I think that's absurd. I, I do agree. Uh, I remember as a youth, we were taught uh, not to wear any type of hats in public places. I don't know where that uh, got uh, lost down the line. But I'm, I'm glad you agree with that. Well, me. I'm not even it. saying it from a old man yelling at a cod perspective. I just think it looks stupid. And when, when it was in fashion, it first came into fashion when I was a kid. And I thought it looked stupid then. Of course, part of that's because I have this huge melon you can't fit a hat over. Let's go to James in the car. James, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, I was just wondering what you thought if L.A. would be the next Golden State if they signed Carmelo Anthony. I've always been amused by people thinking Carmelo Anthony would solve their problems when he's never solved anybody's problems. He's a loser. How many NBA rings does he have? This is true. None? How many finals has he played in? Yeah, but he hasn't been on the greatest team. He's a loser. To do that. He's a loser. Every team he goes to gets worse. Uh did Oak City get better or worse with him? Well, you got a good point there. I certainly do. Let's go to Ryan and Harmer. Ryan. Ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I have an affinity for something called the MERV, and I wonder if you would recommend rubbing it on your feet. What exactly is the Merv? That's been a mystery to me for years. It's hard to describe, but, you know, Carmelo Anthony could probably give you the answer. I would rub the Merv on my feet. I could say that without uh, with, with no hesitation. Do we have time for one more? Let's go to Corey in the car. Corey, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I just want to get your take on the new WWE uh, Women's Evolution pay-per-view. They're either doing that because they're really happy with the women's division or because they're really disappointed with the women's division, and they want the pay-per-view to be no good so they can decelerate the promotion of the women's division. And I'm really not sure which. I think Vince is having some remorse over giving the women's division such a push. You know what the evidence of that is? In the old days, the women were just strippers, right? 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 guess we lost them. In the old days when women started, you know being part of the WWE show, like Sable and Sonny and, and Terry Reynolds, they were just strippers. They went out there wearing as little as possible and, you know, fond of their sexuality. Well, now one of the women's champions in WWE is Carmella, who kind of fits that mold. She's not a good performer. She's a decent promo, but she just looks great. She's not the athletic type performer they've been promoting at the top of their women's division. But she's one of the champions. So I don't know what their intent is with that all-women's pay-per-view. I, I really am curious. Done till Tuesday. I don't know who's filling in tomorrow, and I don't care. 105.9 EX. X.